0: On Life to the fullest podcast, where we focus on how we can improve our physical health so that we can enjoy the life God has called us to to the absolute fullest. Welcome, ladies! Thanks for coming back. Welcome, especially if it's your first time. My name is Brittany. I am a Catholic wife and mom of two boys, and I am a personal trainer. I have worked for almost a decade in person training clients ranging really all over the place. I have had some male clients, but mostly female clients from ages like 14 to 60. So uh, now I primarily run my business online, doing online coaching and pregnancy and postpartum programs. And I'm super passionate about helping anyone and everyone. I think that, you know, I know I have a lot of moms who listen to this, who have older kids. I know that I have some people who are listening to this who are not moms, but I think particularly what helped me and inspired me to kind of target this to younger moms in that postpartum and pregnant periods of life and stuff is that I was working when I was working in person full-time that I was seeing and encountering so many women who had to undo a lot. So, you know, they were trying to undo the bad habits that they'd instilled in themselves and kind of pass on to their kids and their relationships with food and exercise and Trying to, you know, instill new habits like switching from white to wheat products with teenagers is a lot, you get a lot more kickback than than you do a lot more pushback than when you were raising toddlers with it. So I you're all welcome here. I hope that everyone can learn something from this, take something away from this. And it's just one of those, when you know better, you do better things. There's so many things I think about that I can't possibly know everything right now that I want to know as a mom and start implementing it. So myself, I'm totally finding those things and then trying to switch it over one at a time, like switching to a little bit cleaner of cleaning products and things like that. But I also understand we cannot have it all figured out by the time we have our first kid, which is kind of nice that, you know, God has seen fit to give us a little baby that grows with us and not a 13-year-old who we need to have a lot more answers for. And so my husband and I definitely are in that boat where we'll look at each other a lot and be like, okay, what do we think about that? What is our stance on this? Or my kid will ask something, my oldest is three and a half, so I have three and a half year old a one-year-old and I am expecting actually, which is the hot news surprise, um, in July. So we are going to be adding a third, but our oldest is three and a half and there's some things he'll catch us with and be like, can I chew gum? We're like, um, when you're five, (laughs) just shooting from the hip on random ages. So I think we all kind of do that as parents and that's, you know, the nature of the game. So actually this kind of ties in because I am talking today about goals. I did an episode talking about how I do set goals and how I'd encourage you to set goals. And I didn't share my own personal goals mainly because so much of why and how I chose the goals I did was affected by the fact that I am going to be having a baby smack in the middle of the year. So ironically, I love goals. I love standards of measurement. I also think that kind of going back to what I just said, of making sure that we are growing as people, right? I think that goals are a nice way to make sure that you are growing as a person. I think a lot of moms I'll hear from are like, oh, I kind of lost myself or I feel like I'm not doing anything for myself. And I understand that. And I can see, especially in the little kid season, how it can just be kind of mind numbing. Like you're sitting there, you're playing with toys, you're sitting on the playroom floor and you don't it doesn't make sense to have these really astronomical aspirations that you just cannot complete right now in your phase of life. Like I am committed to being home full-time with my kids. There are some things that I cannot set for myself that would take me hours and hours out of the house or just need hours that I don't have. I'm not going to try to go back to school for my PhD right now. You know what I mean? Those kinds of things. And I know, again, you could probably do it online. There's probably ways you could do that. But for me, my goals and my fun list which I'll share that too have to line up with serving my current vocation. so when I think about these things I think what would benefit my kids and my my husband, my kids, my family and myself I think it's great to have just fun things you're interested in but again I'm not going to pick up the hobby of golf where I need to all of a sudden invest in buying golf clubs. And I need to actually start going maybe to golf lessons and start golfing on the weekends. That's just not, you know, it's not suitable for my phase of life. Totally fine to go out golfing a few times a year. I have no problem with that. My husband loves to do that. But I'm not going to do something that's going to take all of my time away from my family and out of my house. So I always keep that in mind when I'm setting goals. And I think that that is a nice way to, again, I think it's a good way to keep us like positive and motivated in our homes and see how we can add beauty to our homes, how we can serve the people around us by growing ourselves, stretching ourselves. Cause I also think it's very easy to get stuck in like a lot of mine center around cooking. <laughs> I will share those, but um on my fun list especially, because it's not fun for me or for my family for me to just get stuck in a rut and like make the same thing every day. And then I start looking at cooking as this grumbling chore, which I don't normally see it as. Cooking is something I enjoy. But I think we all can get to that point where it just becomes so mundane. Like, oh, we're eating again today. What am I going to make? Like meatloaf. Okay, great. We just had that last week. You know, it gets that uh, mundane aspect to it. But if then instead you're flipping that on its head and okay, I already have to cook. What if I push myself to make something from an Italian cuisine? you know, try a new recipe from Italian cuisine for a whole month, like one recipe a week. And then the next month trying French cuisine or different things. Um, so that's a, been a big focus actually last year. That was a lot of mine, like making homemade in and, Noki, if you call it that or making homemade tortillas those kinds of things because we love tacos that is cool my family you know appreciated the homemade tortillas I'd never made them before I figured let's stretch myself a little bit so you might be listening to that thinking like Brittany that is pretty lame that those are your big aspirations and goals but all the more so this year too I realized that I need to tone it down a little bit I do tend to like know thyself right and know your temptations and your the, the traps and sin you can fall into and for me as a super type a love to be productive person that is 100 percent the trap i can fall into is i could easily come up with a five page list of all the things i want to accomplish this year in 2021 but i could also then look at my children as huge obstacles to those goals and that is the you know temptation that i tend to fall into is like oh I would do all these things, but now I have to just change another diaper and no one here can wipe their own butts. And (laughs) you know what? That is my state in life. And that is what I'm currently called to. So I need to ease up on some of the other things and realize, yes, you can do everything, but you can't do everything at once. And that's just, you know, God's not calling me to have these huge checklists right now. God is calling me to love and serve the people right in front of me well with a good attitude And a servant's heart. So, all that said, I am also a little rattled by the fact that I'm having a baby right in the middle of July. We are so excited. We are going to find out gender. We have to because my three year old is set on calling her princess and has decided that the baby's a girl. We have no idea. We obviously have two boys now, but um, so we will find out and I will share that with you when we do. But, um, Yeah, my first baby was in spring, but he was the first one. So it's kind of like, all right, didn't really matter at all. And I loved that because we could get immediately outside and go for walks. And I loved having the first baby be a spring baby. But then actually, I equally loved that our second son was born in November, middle of November, because it felt so natural change of season wise to have the whole summer Yes, I was pregnant through summer, but, you know, we still went on hikes. We were at the park, we were swimming, we are at the beach all summer. And then with the change of season, with kind of, you know, calming down, getting ready to cozy up. We live in upstate New York, so it gets cold. And um, it just felt normal and natural to then have snuggle time and football and those kinds of things. So I really, really liked that. We are kind of thrown for a loop here where... I was like, please, Lord, just never make me do right in the middle of summer. And lo and behold, July 23rd is my due date. <laughs> so again, God stretches us. And, you know, He's like, this is the plan, Brittany, get with it. So uh, I think that is part of mentally, though. Like last year, I, or when I, two years ago, when I had Joe in 2019, I, kind of still like made my list thinking like all right it's just a normal year and then I have a baby at the end of the year whereas now I'm like all right it's gonna you know get a little gritty towards the end of pregnancy and then you're freshly postpartum and have a newborn so I just want to be realistic and that was kind of my tone for this year is take it down a notch enjoy the newborn phase you know I'll try to get outside as much as I can with the boys some of these already I was looking at my list again I'm like Brittany you still Pushed the envelope a little bit on some of these. I'll t- I'll tell you when I get to it. <laughs> but um, if you did listen to my initial goal setting podcast, I told you that I I split it into categories. So I have spiritual, friends, family, financial, health, uh, work, and recreation. So. For my spiritual goals, I set to pray daily rosary and to read scripture daily, and that is just something that I have been shirking on the rosary, hiding it, you know, a couple times a week maybe, but not daily, and really want to get back into that. And um, daily scripture as well, I almost always had this in there last year too, but I've been kind of fluctuating last year, I was really into doing the Liturgy of the Hours, There is scripture, you know, involved in there. Um, And then sometimes I'll just read the readings on an app or I get it emailed to my inbox. But um, I've really been liking just getting back to working through one book of the Bible at a time. So right now I'm waking up and reading a chapter of wisdom. It's what I'm currently in. Also, I didn't put it on the list because I kind of was late to the game here. But I have heard now about the Bible in a Year podcast by Father Mike Schmitz. No, It's huge. It's like the biggest podcast in the world, <laughs> which is amazing. So I'm still playing catch-up, but I would love to add that to my list. I might add that to my fun list to complete that because that is just a really cool goal, I think. And And again, maybe not pushing myself to get it done the whole year, but to just see the podcast through and to eventually get through the Bible like that. So those are spiritual. And friend-wise, I have to send a note, gift, call, or text weekly. So I'm touching base with a friend weekly. Again, I always think this is a goofy one to put on there and it doesn't, it's not to make it, you know, like this monotonous thing I have to do, but it's the, it's the fact that I have, you know good friends that I would love to stay in closer contact with. And I think you're at that phase of life with me. It can get to be like, oh my gosh, I haven't talked to them in six months. I haven't talked to them in three months, you know, but I consider this person a close friend. So I, if I don't commit to something, then it's just not going to get done. So I actually write in my planner, who I'm gonna, you know, contact that week and whatnot. So um that's been going well so far actually. And that's an area I really want to improve last year and still want to make it a focal point this year. So um and then quarterly friend date. I shot for a monthly friend date last year and that was a little bit unattainable for me. So we're gonna try quarterly. <laughs> um more time's always great, but again, with a newborn we'll see what happens. Um family category this is the one that was a little too ambitious and I have not been good about tracking already, but I've I heard about this spend a thousand hours outside thing that apparently is like a challenge to do with your kids. And I guess there's even Facebook groups and things to go along with this. So I just heard about this from someone who did it last year. And I was intrigued because I love summer and fall. I will be outside all the time. I mean, especially summer. We're out there all day long. And um it's hard for me to, I'm going to have to pre-record some podcasts because it's hard for me to even force myself to be inside to do work. Cause I'm like, no, it's summer, gotta be outside. But, um, yeah, so there's a like challenge. If you do the math on that though, to get a thousand hours outside with your kids, we do have some brutal winters sometimes. So I'm like, oh, that counts winter too. Like you've got to get out in winter to really hit that number. So we have been getting outside the last couple weeks, but again, I haven't been keeping great track of the hours. And I did look at that later and think Brittany, like, you're going to have a newborn. Again, you might be inside the first maybe two weeks or so. And, you know, again, right in the middle of summer. So maybe you need to ease up on not that crazy number of hours. But in general, I think it's helping me push myself right now to bring the boys outside more in the winter because that is when I want to just hide inside. So that's least a good thing. Um, still in the family category, I have to continue our weekly date night. Ben and I started that last year to make sure that every week we have, um, we just do it at home, a weekly at home date night. We rarely go out Because again, our state in life and our financial goals and stuff right now, we mostly just go out for like birthdays and anniversaries. So, um, but we do make sure that usually Saturday nights, but if one of us has a girls night or guys night or something, we will bump it to a weeknight and we will, you know, do whatever, play cards, watch a movie, different things. So to continue that, we did really well on that last year and both really look forward to it now. Um, celebrating feast slash baptism days. I'm trying to get a system for this because up to this point I have not celebrated any feast days or baptism days of my kiddos and again it's kind of that like giving me the the pass because they're the oldest is only 3 so hopefully I can get my act together here and decide what I'm going to do. I have heard people who do both and that seems intimidating to me to celebrate their feast day their baptism day, and their birthday. That's like three special days per kid times how many kids you end up with. I feel like every day could be a special day. (laughs) So um, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do for that. But um, that's on the list. I still got to figure it out. And then um, to develop a family motto. Again, they might be a little young for this, but I like the idea. So at least now, you know, Ben and I can kind of work together on that. Um, Financially, we want to... Cash flow the baby's birth. We are big day Ramsey people. So if you are listening to this and you're a Ramsey person, you know what I'm talking about. But essentially, you know, just not putting that on a credit card and um, paying off my second last student loan, which is exciting. Health wise, you'll notice it's funny because this is the category I usually have about five goals in do X amount of pull ups beat this minute mile. And again, I am going to be pregnant for half of the year and then I'm going to be postpartum for pretty much the other half. (laughs) So my only health goal on here is to eat more plant-based. And that is just because I do promote eating three to five servings of vegetables a day. I know it's a good thing. I usually do hit that, but I would like to make sure that most of my meals are like half plant-based and then have some good quality grains and good quality protein. I'm doing all right in this area, but it just did make me aware that I could be making sure that I am filling half that plate with vegetables at each meal. It's, you know, I do think it's one of the best ways to eat. So that's my only one on there for health. Everything else will be stay tuned. It's just keep myself healthy for my self and my baby. And I'm already pretty, you know, self-motivated in the workout department. So I don't need to write on there like do X amount of workouts a week. I'm definitely going to do that, but I'm going to listen to my body. And, um, I do, I just shared on a post. I usually work out five or six times a week when I'm not pregnant, but in my first trimester, I let myself slide down to three or four times a week because you do have those days where I especially usually have to work out in the mornings, just schedule wise. And that's usually when I feel worse, you know, and a lot of us do feel our very worst in the first trimester in the morning. So I would try to shoot for three mornings a week and then let myself sleep in those other days. Or if I was working those other days, it was just a breather to know that I didn't have to wake up and work out. So Dell, you know, I'll just do as is comfortable, uh, probably back around four workouts a week until delivery. And then I'll go through into my whole postpartum plan when I'm closer, but um, last two categories, uh, work-wise, I this feels f- funny, I guess, <laughs> sharing these ones, but um, I want to work on improving my SEO because I, uh, I did my own website. I do a lot of my own things and don't outsource much and uh, could definitely improve there. I would like to get more into the keywords and into all that jazz. So that is on there. I have a financial goal that I would like to hit with the business this year and to um, have more interviews on the podcast as well, because I do think that's fun. That's a hard one schedule schedule wise to sync up, but I'd love to hear from you guys too. If you enjoy more the solo or enjoy more when my husband's on or, you know, enjoy when I have other people on, that's been rare, but it's, you know, there there's some old ones you can scroll through. Um, And then lastly, my recreation category is to enjoy my 2021 list and to start singing, start singing again as I stutter over it. Um, I actually could have just put that on the 2021 list as well, but um, I used to sing as a kid. I did theater and all that jazz. I went to uh, college for theater actually my first year until I transferred and switched to education. So I did used to really enjoy singing. I'd sing at church, I'd sing at my sister's weddings, those kinds of things, but um it's just one of those things that I don't do. You know, I sing for my kids. I'll fiddle on the guitar and sing with them and stuff, but I would really like to get back to doing some like vocal warm-ups and, you know, testing out my range and seeing where I'm at because I love listening to people sing and I don't want to lose it. I don't want to be 15 years down the road and can't even hit <laughs> any notes because I haven't warmed up the old pipes in a while. So that's on there. Um, and then so I usually do this big old list. Like I said last year, this is where making tortillas and things were on. Just a fun list so that I can have these things prevalent in my mind when I'm feeling bored as mom <laughs> and sitting on the playroom floor playing trains and I can think about things that would enhance the family life and things I would enjoy doing. And then it kind of gives you that like glimmer of fun in your days and things too. And usually I'm bringing the kids along in a lot of these things. Um, But I actually only have five right now. So I will definitely be adding to it as the year goes. And I would love to hear your input on this and, you know, hear what you guys are wanting to try out. I'm not going to, again, it's not the year for me to try to learn a language or anything really that intensive, but um, I just have these little five, which is number one, to make seasonal table runners. I really like doing domestic things like knitting and sewing and whatnot. So I, um, last year, what did I have on the list? I made the boys pillowcases or something. And I noticed that we have like a couple table runners, but we just don't have them for every season. So rather than buy them, I would like to make them, gives me something fun to do. I have already made my spring one. It is up and ready to go. So trucking along on that. And I, again, I always just like to have a project. If Ben and I are going to watch a show at night, I always have to have my hands busy. So I start knitting or, you know, I like to pick up something that I'm working on. So, um, number two is to start a garden from seeds. So I always do a little herb and vegetable garden. Um, always being, I did it for two years. (laughs) We've only been in this house, I think three years. So, um, going on three years. So last year, so 2 years ago was our first year and I did just a couple things and then last year I added a little bit more to it and this year I want to try from seed. So this could all completely go to seed. It could to- totally go south and I regret it. Um and some of you listening are probably like, "Yeah, I always grow from seeds, so it's not that hard." But um I am intimidated because I feel like it's going to be hard to get them sunlight inside and everything. So I still I didn't go crazy. I think I picked like Seven, eight things that I want to do and try. I did get my seeds already, but I need to go get the soil and all that jazz. But we're going to try it out. I might regret it. I might go back to starters next year, but um, we'll give it a try. Um, And that's fun to do with the boys as well. Josh loves doing the garden with me, so that'll be fun. And then number three is to make eclairs. So the only downfall to this, I love watching the Great British Baking Show, I love baking books, all this stuff. First of all, obviously, they're high-calorie, so it's not things I'm going to be making every day. But I do like having a Sunday treat. I like to try to make cinnamon rolls or brownies or something on Sundays as a weekly treat. And I think it's important, too, in the balance. And, you know, some people might think that's too frequent, and some people are like, that's, wow, okay, that's, you know, pretty good to only do once a week. But I know um, that for us, it's just a nice it also helps make Sunday special. And I think it models to the boys how to be moderate, you know, like I will have the treat, their dad will have the treat and you know, it's, we're not freaking out about it. We don't say we need to go run it off or anything like that. We just enjoy the treat. So my only bummer is my husband is, uh, he cannot have anything cream based. So all of these (laughs) baking things I always want to make like eclairs and cannolis and things are, heavy cream. So I can't use anything with that, but I'd still put eclairs on the list. My niece and I actually want to make them together and we'll just have to distribute them to the rest of the family on there. And then number four is kind of a boring one, but I need to check it off the list is to order, uh, photo books. I'm, behind I was trying to figure out my best system for this and I used to print out all the photos not like you really care but I'm going to take you through this dilemma anyways I used to print out photos and I was really diligent about it in the beginning and then put them into just photo albums but it's already getting so big and bulky and I don't want to send I was doing it like for each boy to take some of them like I don't print out all of the pictures but I'd print out some for them then we had our own family album. But it's just so bulky. It's so much space. So I want to switch over to doing just uh, online photo books that just print out so flat, so nice to stack and fit on your shelf. So I need to catch up, though. I have not done any in that way. So I need to catch up on that and order them for the boys. So I need to put it on here so it gets done. And lastly, my last one is to read 21 books. And just went with 21 because of the year. But I do love reading. I tend toward a lot of uh, nonfiction books, like personal development. I know I just talked about books last week and things like that, but I, um, have been getting a lot more into fiction lately and I wanted to, I like to, I just get frustrated when I pick up a fiction book and then have to put it down because something is offensive. You know, you get a couple chapters in, and you're like, oh man, now I got to toss this one. So I asked for recommendations and I you guys gave me a ton. So I have a huge list and I'm hoping, and it's still a mix. I'll read some spiritual books, some finance books, some health books, some fiction, some nonfiction, et cetera, and just enjoy that. And I love that so much. It's not, it's not at all a task to me, and especially in the newborn phase, I think I'll get some reading in. I always get excited for the hospital visit because I get to bring books. <laughs> last time I packed like two books and Ben's like, do you think you're going on vacation? Like, I'm like, uh, pretty much. I pretty much am just going to be me and one little babe. So, uh, so that's it guys. That is my only little five on the fun list. So if you have more fun list ideas, especially cooking in mind, keep me in mind for that last year. I also had on there, like roast a whole chicken because I'd never done that before. Um, so that, see, that's another one I could add is get better with different meats. I I make a lot of the same meats. So if you've got something to challenge me, send it my way. I always appreciate it. All right. So those are my goals. I hope that you have come up with your own list too, if you are into that and keep it somewhere you're looking at it. I actually, I talked about that in the goal setting episode that it's hard to keep it prevalent, keep it in the front of your mind and What I did last year was I had them on my phone in my notes so I could just look and see. I didn't even do that uh, yet this year because I have been more diligent with morning prayer and I just have them written in my journal. So I will just open to them almost every day to see where I'm at and what I'm doing. So that's been really nice. This is probably the most I've tried to stay accountable so far this year. Again, we're at end of January, so um might be february when you're listening to this but i'm recording it last week of january so um just keep it somewhere you are going to be able to check in on it and i will remind you quarterly to check in on it as well but all right i hope you have a great rest of your day i will talk to you next time thank you